Okay, so today's podcast is something I've kind of, like, I've known from the day I started creating the podcast that I wanted to make um, some podcasts about it because it's a big thing on my heart, but I felt like, I don't know, I've, I've been trying to figure out exactly what I want to say and what points I want to make and what's the most important points to make, and I feel like the more I think about it, <laughs> the more I realize that there's so much to it that, um, I don't know that I could ever do this subject justice, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it my best and just, just talk based off of my personal experience and what worked for me. Um, so that's what I'm gonna do, and I'm hoping that some bit of information that I give helps somebody. Um, so... As a lot of you know, if you know me or know my situation, know my story, um, you know that I was in an abusive marriage, and that's kind of what brought all this about, is me finding myself again and taking my life back and starting over after that. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of series of events in my life, but um, that was kind of my rock bottom for me and where I decided to start. Um... There was physical, mental, emotional, sexual abuse in my marriage. And um, what a lot of people don't realize is when somebody's in an abusive relationship, um, usually when there's any kind of other abuse, there's mental abuse. And um, they don't realize that it's not as easy as just leave. At the end of the day, it is that easy, but it's not at the same time. When there's mental abuse involved, usually that person has something. They have a hold on the person they're abusing somehow. They have some sort of leverage. There's something that they have over that person's head that they hold over their head to keep them in the situation they're in. And there's so many options of what that might be. Um, For me... My ex-husband was very physically abusive um, after I was pretty far into the relationship. Um, I, I learned what he was capable of doing to somebody. And that was what kept me in the relationship for so long. Um, partly, I had no... There's a lot of contributing factors. I had no self-worth. I... It was really depressed. Uh, The other part of it was I was afraid of what he would do to my family. I knew what he was capable of, and I had seen what he was capable of. Um, He had threatened my family, and I was was afraid of what would happen um, to them. So that was a huge, a huge thing for me. Um... Now, every situation is different. Um, now, this is the goes for just toxic relationships, too. There may not be, like, severe abuse there, but even just toxic relationships. Um, so, I'm going to sound kind of harsh when I say some of the things that I'm going to say. And I don't want that to ever detour someone from, like, reaching out to me or anything of that matter or reaching out for help. There's such a fine line when you're talking to somebody that is in a situation like that. Because, like, me personally, you know, I was afraid 
Um, I didn't have enough self-worth. But the other part of me, too, is I was embarrassed. I was, I was too proud to admit that I had gotten myself in a situation that I needed help getting out of. And I felt stupid for not seeing the red flags that I knew were there but was in denial of. Um, I kept, you know, every day I'd wake up and just like, how did I get here? Like me of all people. And the first thing I want you to know is the situation that you're in doesn't have a reflection of your, it's not a reflection of your character. It's really not. Um, abusive partners, um, are usually narcissistic. Um, they know how to pick people that are empathetic, that have big hearts. Um, they play on that. They don't go for the person that has nothing going for them. When somebody is abusive and they seek out somebody to take advantage of, they're not going to go for somebody that doesn't have resources and doesn't have things going for them. They're going to go for somebody that has something that they can use and they can take advantage of. So just know, like, if you find yourself in that situation, in an abusive situation or a toxic situation where you're being abused or you're being taken advantage of, it doesn't say anything about you as a person that that person picked you and you ended up in that situation. Um, a lot of people don't understand the level that people will go to manipulate somebody and it's sad, but it's, it's reality and it happens way more often than is spoke about. And that's part of the reason that I'm, I'm talking about it. Um, but anyways, so first of all, don't be too proud to ask for help. Um, I was for the longest time and I knew I had options. I knew I had people that I could reach out to that would help me but I was embarrassed and I was afraid because I was afraid to like ask them to be put in my scary situation with me um, there are so many contributing factors as to why I didn't ask for help sooner why I didn't get out sooner but just know set your pride aside and ask for help it's okay like it's okay don't be embarrassed um, it happens like way more than you think it does trust me um, and the second thing I'm going to say is only you can leave. Only you can want out bad enough to get out. Nobody can do that for you. Nobody's going to come to your rescue and just sweep you out of this situation you've gotten yourself in. You have to do the work to get out if you want out. If you are in an abusive marriage an abusive relationship, a toxic situation, whatever the case may be, you are the one that is going to have to find your way out of the situation. You can ask for help. You can reach out. There are so many resources, so many people willing to help you and way more than you probably think of right off the top of your head. And I'm going to give those here in a little bit, but only you can do it. Only you can get out and only you can want it bad enough to leave. And that is like one of the most important things I can say. And for anybody listening to this that has like somebody you care about that's in an abusive situation, you need to know that too. I had so many friends and family members that were like, why well, didn't just like, I wish you would have said something. I wish you would have reached out. Like, you know, I would have been there. And when it comes down to it, 
I was the only one that could make the decision to be done and to leave and to do what it took to get out of that situation, no matter how scary it was. I was the one that had to make that decision and I was the one that had to make the choice to do what it took. You can't half-ass it. Like when you, when it's time to leave that situation, you have to do it and do it full-heartedly with the intentions of never turning around and never going back. If you there's a little part of you in your heart that knows that you're going to go back to that person, then don't reach out and ask for help from the people you care about. Do not drag other people into your situation and, and get them involved in the mess and the chaos of things if you're not serious about leaving. And I don't say that to detour you from reaching out for help. I say that because the boy that cried wolf, like you can't, continuously reach out and oh he's beating me he's abusing me um and it's you can't look for self-pity in your situation if you're not going to do anything about it and I say that in the most tough love kind of way like I've been there but you can't continuously drag people through the shitstorm you created. Excuse my language, but this is very, it's very true. And I feel like people need to hear it that are in the situation. You cannot drag the people you care about through the shitstorm you created over and over and over again and expect them to always continue to help. They're going to get burnout eventually. When you are serious about leaving and you are ready to go and it is time for you to leave and you genuinely know that you're done and you want out of the situation and you want better for yourself and you love yourself enough to want better for yourself, that's when you reach out for help. And you reach out for help to everybody that you possibly need to or know you can. You do what you got to do. But don't you continuously use your situation for self-pity and drag other people into it just to go back to that person and go back to your toxic situation. So when you are ready to leave and you know you're ready and you are done and you, are, you want better for yourself, you know you're worth it, you love yourself enough, you reach out for help. There are so many people that are willing to help you if you really think about it, you know. Like me personally, I have amazing friends and family. And that's who I reached out to because I knew they would be there for me. Um, but I did have to use some outside resources for legal purposes as well. Um, my husband was extremely abusive. He held me hostage at gunpoint with a loaded gun to my head. Um, he, you know, I was, I was genuinely afraid for my life to leave him. And that's part of the reason that I didn't reach out sooner is because I knew when that time came, it could be very dangerous for whoever was involved. So I had to take the proper steps to do so. And I'm glad I did everything the way I did, but um, I definitely could have done it sooner. Uh, my daughter was my reason for leaving because I didn't love myself enough to leave, but I loved her enough. And I knew that keeping her in that situation would make her just as miserable in life as I was and I wanted better for her and then through becoming a mom and loving my daughter I learned to love myself um which is she I literally believe that little girl saved me but this is something I want I'm, I'm gonna be all over the place because my head is in so many places with this podcast but so bear with me but if you're a parent 
and you're in an abusive situation, in an abusive situation, in an abusive relationship, if you don't love yourself enough, please love your children enough. Be a good enough mom to walk away or dad to walk away. Look at your baby and look at the life you have for them. You have set up the situation you have set up for them. And if it's not ideal and it's not what you want them to grow up in, if that's not the kind of example of an, a relationship you want for your child, then leave. Because your child is going to follow your example a hundred times over before they're going to follow your advice. They are going to look at what you're doing and they are going to say, well, mom did it, so it must not be that bad. Well, dad did it, so it must not be that bad. Well, that's what was normal growing up. I thought that's what a relationship was supposed to look like. I thought it was normal that when you got into an argument, you hit each other. Like, that's, you need to take a long, hard look at your situation, whether you have children or not, but especially if you have children, and really think hard about is that the example of a relationship and a life that you want for your children is that what you want them growing up looking at thinking that that's okay that that's an okay life to live that that's normal that that's how things should be because they will that's what they're going to grow up thinking and if you don't have children think of it as your future children put yourself in that situation you know if I had a child would I want to be with this person if the answer is no, then you need to take a long, hard look at getting out of your situation. Um, so I'm going to talk about now, I'm going to talk a little more on the, the side of getting out of the situation. Um, I have found, I've helped a lot of women get out of abusive situations since I started sharing my story. And that's part of the reason I keep sharing it. Um, sometimes it's hard for me to live in the past and constant really constantly relive and when they're telling me their situations constantly reliving the situations that I went through sometimes it's hard but knowing that I'm helping women get out of those situations is worth it to me it's worth it to me to look back and realize how far I've come and how much better life is and knowing that they're gonna have a better life so um, anyways, like I told you, I was going to be all over the place with this podcast. My mind is everywhere right now, but, um, getting out. Okay. So if you're in Gillette, there is a thing called Gillette Abuse Refuge Foundation. It is an abuse refuge for women that are in like domestic violence situations. They will help you get out. They will give you a safe house to go live in where your per your partner, your whoever whoever is abusing you. This goes for any situation, but it seems to be like domestic violence situations are the most common. They will give you a safe house where nobody knows where you live. There are rules in that safe house. You will have roommates. There are things to abide by. But if your situation is bad enough and you need to get out and you need a safe place to go, they will provide that for you and they will help you with that, whether you have children or not. I know numerous women that have used GARF. They're an amazing foundation. They're not perfect, but they try and they 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 have a purpose and they try to execute it and if you use their help they are helpful um 
if you are not in Gillette, you can do the research to find um, abuse refuge foundations. There are there there are foundations everywhere that are willing to help women in your same situation. Um, if you have family that is willing to help, I encourage you to reach out to them. If you know you have a good family, you know you have the resources available there, I think it's important to to be with people that care about you and love you and use those um, people to help you. Um, reach out to them. Ask for help. Um, and I... I am the kind of person that, um, I have, I'll be completely honest and transparent in what I, when I say this, I have mixed feelings about law enforcement. Um, I believe they have a purpose. I believe they're there for a reason. Um, I believe that the majority of them have the best intentions. However, I do feel like the justice system is flawed immensely. I feel like it's extremely flawed and I feel like they fail abuse victims a lot of the times but I will say this they are there for a reason and you have to utilize them they have a purpose if you need a police escort to get your stuff and get out of your home so that you're not abused use it if you are being beaten by your significant other call the police press charges like I can't tell you how many times my life would have been made so much easier to get out. I can't tell you how many times I could have called. I could have called. I could have called the cops. He would have went to jail. I could have got out. I could have got out of my situation. And I could have saved other people from the abuse that he later inflicted on them that I now know about. If I would have just called one time. Um... I have, uh, there were several times where my neighbors have called the police during our domestic altercations and I refused to press charges. I refused to say anything. What you don't understand is if you don't speak up and you don't let them know what's going on, they can't help you. So you can't say the cops didn't help me when you refuse to tell them what happened. That's also another point. There are so many people you know, they're afraid because they don't, they love, like, a lot of abuse victims, they love the person that they're in a relationship with. Because what people don't talk about is it's not always bad. Sometimes it's really good. But when the bad outweighs the good and your life is in danger or your children's lives are in danger, there comes a point where you have to say enough is enough and you have to utilize your resources and they have consequences for their actions. When somebody makes the choice to be physically violent with another person, emotionally, mentally, whatever, they consciously make that choice. They know what consequences lie ahead. They know what they're risking. They're an adult and they know. When they make the choice to do that, they know what the possible outcome is. And you have to remember that too, is it's not all on you because you called the police. It's not all on you because you protected yourself. No, they made the choice to lay their hands on you. They made the choice to, you know, not let you leave the house. Whatever the situation is, they made the conscious choice to do that, knowing what the consequences could be. And that's on them. And that's something you have to remember as hard as that is. I am not the kind of person 
that feels like you should call the cops for every situation. I am not the kind of person that feels like that's something that needs to happen all the time. But when it's necessary, it's necessary. And they're there for a reason. And utilize that. I can't tell you how much easier my life would have been if I would have just called one time. If I would have just called and pressed charges one time. I could have saved myself, my child, and future future abuse victims of my ex-husband so much trouble if I would have just called once. And I think it's important to know that there are so many resources and you have to use them. You have to use them. Um, if you're in an area where you don't have, like, there, there's, they're everywhere, but if you don't have a GARF, you know, an, an abuse refuge foundation type, type, um, resource to use. Something I did, um, and I'm glad I did it, I was smart about it, is I started stashing cash. Um, a lot of abuse, um, abusive partners will use financial, um, situations to hold somebody from leaving. They know that they financially can't make it on their own. Um, a lot of them, you know, they're single mom, are they stay at home moms? They, abusive partners know how to gain control little by little without you realizing what they're doing. So I've seen so many situations where you're a stay at home mom and you know, they know you can't afford to leave. Okay. So if you're able to get a job, make that change. If you're able to put your foot down enough to start getting money set aside, make that change. Um, sometimes you have to be smart about it. Sometimes you have to tell them that a bill got upped and start stashing that cash aside little by little. I know it sounds absolutely crazy that people have to do that, but they do. I started, I literally started putting extra cash in light sockets in my house so that I had enough money to get me and my child by when he left so that I knew that we would be okay. You know, sometimes you have to plan ahead and you have to do those things and that's okay. You have to do what you have to do. But I will tell you this, the longer you prolong leaving, the worse the abuse is going to get. And I have no doubt in my mind, no doubt in my mind whatsoever that if I would have stayed, my ex-husband would have killed me someday. No doubt in my mind. And I fear for the person that gets the blunt of his rage someday. Because that is a fear of mine. I, I, I do fear that. And don't think that it won't happen. Don't think that it's not possible. It takes one wrong sentence to trigger somebody. It takes one wrong action, one wrong thing. And if you genuinely are in fear for your life... The sooner you leave, the better. The sooner you get out, the better. You may have to struggle for a little bit. You may have to go get on food stamps as a single mom. You may have to get assistance with daycare so you can get a job. But guess what? Those resources are there for a reason. They're there for you to use them in situations like that. And you, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You're taking care of you and... If you have children, your children's mental and physical well-being before your emotional needs, and that takes a strong person. That's nothing to be ashamed of.
And that's what those, that's what those resources are there for. That's what they're there for, for situations like that, you know, um, they're, they're there for a reason. There's, there's food stamps, there's assistance with housing, assistance with daycare, especially if you have children, get out. Like I can't preach it enough. Get out, use those things. It doesn't mean it's permanent. It just means you use them while you need them until you get on your feet and then you pay back into them. You contribute to them to help somebody else. And that's the way I look at it. But I think it's important. You know what resources are available. But what it usually comes down to is people being too afraid to use them or too embarrassed or too ashamed or too prideful. So the first thing I'm going to say is set your pride aside and see what resources are available and look into them and then use them when you need them. I think that's super important. Um... I think it's super important. Um, make some phone calls. Call around. If you if you if you have no idea about anything resource wise, call the sheriff's department. Call the police station. You don't have to disclose your situation. Just say, hey, I know somebody who's in a situation, and I'm trying to provide them with resources to get out. You don't have to. They're, they're not going to force you to give information. Um, but I think it's super important that you use all of the resources available to get out of your situation if that's what it takes. Reach out to somebody. If you have somebody that's willing to help you move your stuff out overnight while he's at work or whatever the case may be, take it. Take the help. And another thing that, that I can say is I have learned that the best way to get and stay out of a situation is to cut it off. Cut it off. There, a big thing that a lot of people don't realize is with children involved, there are advocacy programs where, like legally, if, if you have a child with that person and they still want to be involved as a parent, I was lucky and it didn't last long with my ex-husband. But, like, there's CASA in Gillette. It's an advocacy program. So you can literally set up supervised visitation with your child and that parent where it's recorded and supervised by a court-admissible program. So everything that happens with the interaction with that child is recorded and documented, and you can use it in court when it comes time for custody. Um, you can set up visitation with them for free through them. If you don't want to see that significant other, but they still have a right to your child, set up visits through CASA. You're not keeping them from their child. You're setting up visitation so they still have a relationship with them. It's not going to hurt you in court. If anything, it's going to help you. And there are always situations. There, there are always resources available in those situations. Um, there's find a mediator. If you don't have a CASA in your area, find a mediator, find somebody that's comfortable, that's willing to supervise visits with your child for you and document it, you know, find a family member, maybe your parent, maybe your best friend, somebody you trust with your children. Um, but another thing to think about and, and look at too, is you always, you know, talk to a lawyer, talk to somebody who knows the law in your state because, that's something 
a lot of people worry about is, well, there's no custody set. They can take my child. Yeah, legally in a lot of states that can happen. So if it's best for you to know that your child's safe with you and to get a lawyer and lawyer up right away and get a custody situation figured out, maybe that's best for now. You have to do what's best for you. And you can't care what it looks like to anybody else. You have to do what's best for you. And and I say a lot of this like involving children because I had a child involved. And I know so many people that don't leave because there are children involved. And they're afraid of what the other person has on them because they have children together. And what they don't realize is in the long run they're hurting their children by staying. Instead of helping them by doing what it takes to leave. And it might be rough for a while but... Look at the outcome in the long run. Look at how much it'll be better for that child in the long run. And, you know, there are some situations where abusive significant others are good parents. That doesn't mean that they still can't be a parent to your child and be a good parent. There are ways around that where you two don't have to see each other, where you two don't have to have involvement with each other. And then there are situations where they're just not, they're abusive to the children too. They're not safe to be around the children. And you have to take that into consideration as a parent as well. Is it worth it to put your child through that? Or is there a way that you can find legally to keep your child safe from that person? Protection orders are a thing for a reason. And it's just a piece of paper. I realize that, but sometimes the legal aspect is enough to get the police involved, is enough to help you in court, is enough to do things on paper the right way for your custody situation. Um, another thing I'm a huge advocate of is ladies carry. Carry. I've been held hostage at gunpoint and I'm still, still huge on carry. Protect yourself. At all costs, protect yourself. It is an open carry state. Protect yourself. If you don't have the means to own a gun, mace, pepper spray, a knife, whatever you got to do. Take self-defense classes. Protect yourself. Like, there are so many things that I, there's so many topics that I can go off on and things that I've learned about this subject. But I think if, and I'll probably do more on it because there is so much to it. Um... The biggest things I can preach is reach out for help, but be ready to leave when you do. Make sure that that is your last and final, I'm done, I'm ready to go. Reach out for help. Use your resources. Set your pride aside and use the resources available for you because that's what they're there for. Protect yourself and if you have children, your children at all costs. And do what you got to do to get out. Do what you have to do. No matter what that looks like to anybody else. When it comes down to an abusive situation, especially if you are in fear for your life, you do what you have to do. That is your life. You only get one. Once it's gone, it's gone. You can't take it back. So do what you have to do. Set your pride aside. Reach out for help use your resources and I guess one of the other big things that I can preach huge things that I can that has helped me immensely that this is part of the reason that I left part of the reason I knew about the resources I knew about is get a counselor 
reach out. Um, if you're in Gillette, GARF is huge. They have counselors available for free. There are churches that have free counselors. Free counselors that will help you with your situation. That's another huge thing. Churches, reach out to churches. They're a huge resource. There are so many people, the Salvation Army, the Council of Community Services for your community. There are so many people that can give you, if they don't have the resources, they know where to get them. Reach out and, and use your resources. Put your pride aside, protect yourself, and do what you have to do to leave, no matter what that looks like to anybody else. You can't care about what it looks like. It is what it is. And there comes a point where you've got to love yourself enough that you don't care what anybody else thinks and you've got to do it for you. And God forbid if you have children for your kids. Um, but please, reach out for help. Do research. Figure out what resources you have and utilize them. Utilize them. Um, I could go on forever about this topic, but... This is just more so on how to get out. Um, if you have any questions, you can always get a hold of me on whatever social media, whatever. Um, I have a lot of resources available. Um, but one of the biggest things I find is I have women. I have, I have helped a lot of women out of situations. But I also have women, and I will never say anything to anybody. I hope you know that. I, I have so many situations where I have silently helped women get out of their abusive situation and not another soul knows about it because that's their business and I would never disclose that to anybody but one of the biggest things that I've found is I have so many women that come to me for help but they don't really want the help when it comes down to leaving when it comes down to it's time to go like it's action time they don't follow through. And that's why I preach, like, you have to follow through. If you come to somebody and you reach out for help, you have to take the help. You have to use the resources and you have to do what it takes. You can't come to somebody, they get you set up with all this stuff, and then you go back to your abuser because you're overwhelmed and it's too much and you continuously go through the cycle. At some point, people stop helping you and I don't want to see that happen to you. So... If you're ready to leave, reach out for help. Reach out for help and use it. Don't cry wolf. Use the help and get out of your situation. I can't preach it enough. I am so much happier. I just like, if I could just give every woman in an abusive situation a glimpse of my life now compared to what it was then, like there is light at the end of the tunnel there is hope like there is a future there is better there's so much better and like happiness does exist the fairy tale does exist after like the rainbow does come after the storm guys I promise you that like don't lose sight of that because it's real it's out there you just have to want it um but I hope you guys have an awesome day it's kind of a sensitive subject but if anybody has any questions or anything for me please reach out um I feel like it's a topic that isn't talked about enough so many people talk about it but nobody talks about like how to actually get out of the situation so that's what I'm trying my best to do um I hope I'm able to help somebody with that um 
but yeah, I hope you guys have an awesome day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure I'll revisit this topic again because it's one that's pretty dear to my heart, but for now, that's what I've got, and it's all over the place, but it's there. <laughs> have a good day, guys.